our reading from God's law comes from Colossians uh, chapter 3. I'm reading verses 9 and 10 of Colossians 3. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Please be seated. You probably would not expect Christians to have to be told not to lie to other Christians. Yet that's the exhortation that Paul gives in our reading of God's law this morning. Uh, He wrote to the Colossians and said, do not lie to one another. And Paul gave a a very similar exhortation to the Ephesian Christians as well. He told them to put away lying. Let each of you speak truth with his neighbor, he writes in Ephesians 4.25, for we are members of one another. The fact that Paul needed to tell the Christians in Colossae and Ephesus to stop lying to one another is an indication that this sin does exist within the Christian church. We lie to one another. Um, We don't always speak the truth to one another. And when we do this lying, uh, we're sinning against one another. That's why Paul emphasized uh, to the Ephesians that we are members of one another. We are members of one another. We belong to the body of Christ. There is only one body of Christ, and we all belong to it. And so we're supposed to grow in our unity as we speak truth to one another. Lying is destructive to the body of Christ. Uh, It chips away at the bonds of truth and love that are supposed to um, unite us together and allow us to exist together within that singular body of Jesus Christ. But we don't only sin against each other when we lie, we also sin against God. This is the point Paul is making to the Colossians. He explains that uh, we've been given a new nature, a nature that is renewed in the knowledge according to the image of him who created us. And this is referring to the supernatural work of regeneration that God works in you, has worked in you when he removed your heart of stone, that, that heart of stone that could tell lies without blinking or blushing. God removed that heart of stone and he replaced it with a heart of flesh. That is a heart that loves God, a heart that loves God's people, a heart that loves God's truth. And so having been renewed in the image of him who created us, we carry his image in our person and we represent him uh, to the world that we speak with. And when we tell lies, we misrepresent our Lord, which is a sin against his very being. So if we're going to stop lying to each other, it's important that we recognize the lies that we do tell so that we can put them off. And let me suggest four types of lies that uh, Christians are prone to telling within the church community. Four types of lies that we, you and me, may be prone to tell within our respective churches. First, a Christian might lie to make himself look better in other people's eyes. You might exaggerate how often and how much you pray. You might exaggerate how often you read the Bible or how much time you donate to Christian charities. Your heart may be seeking the approval of other Christians 
And so you exaggerate the truth, which is a form of lying. You exaggerate the truth to gain their respect and approval. We need to see this as the old man's desire to be a people pleaser rather than to be a God pleaser. At the root of this sin is pride, it's vanity, it's an attempt to boast in oneself by telling lies about oneself. Second, a Christian might lie to protect himself from the consequences of his own sin. If you are guilty of doing something that you should not have done, you might be inclined to lie about it. We are people, Christians, who hold each other accountable, hold each other to a high moral standard. And we know that there is probably going to be some uncomfortable personal consequences if we have to face uh, if we have to confess our sins to other people. And so we try to cover them up with lies. But understand that that is the old man. That's the old man trying to protect himself from the consequences of sin. And we've been called to put off the old man and to put on the new man, uh, which is renewed in the knowledge uh, according to the image of the God who created us. And the new man is willing to confess sins. The new man is willing to reconcile because the new man seeks to be forgiven and reconciled not only with God, but with his fellow man. Third, we, sometimes we lie not to protect ourselves, but to protect others. Betty witnessed Johnny throw a rock through Mr. Jones's window. When Mr. Jones asked Betty if she knows who broke the window, she lied to protect Johnny. Mike's parents don't approve of his relationship with a particular girl. She's not the type of girl a young Christian man should be pursuing. But Mike doesn't listen to his parents. He sneaks around behind their back. And yet, he needs an accomplice to pull off his plans. And so, he tells Tom, his friend, if my parents ask, tell them we were watching them, uh, movies all night. A young person in your church wants to go on a short-term mission trip but needs to, demonst- uh, needs to demonstrate that they're qualified for the trip. And so they ask you to fill out a recommendation for them. One of the questions on a recommendation asks, does this person demonstrate maturity, Christian maturity of character? And you know that they don't, but you don't say no to this question. You say yes. Lying for other people is just another version of being a people pleaser rather than a God pleaser. In this case, the old man is trying to retain the loyalty and friendship of another person by telling lies on that other person's behalf. And fourth, sometimes Christians lie to each other because we said we're going to do something or we're going to attend some event, but then later we decide we really don't want to go. And we know that telling the truth under these circumstances is not going to reflect very well upon us. We know, we know not to say, hey, uh, I'm not going to make it to the Bible study tonight because I'd rather stay home and watch YouTube videos. Or, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it uh, to meet you for coffee today because I just received an invitation from a different friend who's actually more fun than you are. Or, hey, I'm not going to make it to church this morning because I stayed up late last night with my friends and I am so tired this morning. 
We know the truth is not going to reflect very well on us, so we tell a lie. And the old man assures us that it's just a little lie, and in fact, it's a good lie because it keeps other people's feelings from being hurt. So we send a text message that says, I really wish I could make it today, but I think I'm coming down with a cold. I better stay home so I don't get other people sick. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, has borne witness to you of your sin, whether that's the sin of lying, lying to your fellow Christians, or is this any other sin that the Lord has burdened your heart with, know that God is, uh, uh, God is merciful, God is compassionate. He is quick and willing to pardon all who come to him in repentance while trusting in the name of Jesus Christ. And because repentance includes confession, we make a practice of confessing our sins to the Lord. And so bring your sins to the cross of Jesus Christ where you can experience the forgiveness that he provides. And we do that uh, by means of confession. And so let's confess our sins to the Lord.